I push record on your camera and you don't even push well, why, record I mean, on my why camera. Why is it two but two taps? That's not my fault. No, you That's pushed the, the wrong, camera's fault. You pushed the wrong button. No, I hit the sometimes Tony, sometimes you hit a button. It doesn't do the function. Sean, it's tough working with you. That hurts. It ain't I'll easy. be honest. It ain't easy. A lot of people have been really real with me lately. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> a lot of people have been like, Sean, you have problems. What kind of problems? <laughs> Just, I don't feel anything. I don't. What? Where Whatever. Does, we don't have to. No, where does that come from, do you think? You're so bit, you're not. Your lack, you're, not well, you're agreeing with it. Your lack of emotion. <laughs> I think I'm scared. Of feeling emotions, and I've I'm I I'm I've so I've I've buried down deep so many things that I don't want to feel. <laughs> that like even if I consciously try to feel them, mm-hmm. my co- subconscious won't let me feel them. You know what I? Think? That's how they're locked away in like a treasure chest at the okay. bottom of the ocean. Also, that's kind of. Uh egotistical of you to think that you're emotional. Oh, now I'm egotistical oh, yeah. too. We are in a treasure chest. Well, <laughs> Maybe a box. <laughs> I love how you think your okay, emotions the, are treasure. They're in a shoe box. Yeah, yeah. You, know the, you know the cum box from Reddit? The cum box? Yeah. It's like a cum box. I know how we can maybe get you to start feeling things. How? We When we're done with the podcast, we'll go in the kitchen and we'll turn on the oven or the stove and you just put your hand on the stove. And what if, like, when you put the hand on the stove while it's on, you're just like, I wish my dad hugged me more. I wish my mom was a little bit more stricter on the You know, just a flood of emotions come out. Maybe maybe you need to feel a little pain. Uh, like a Fight Club thing. Yeah. Or like the movie uh, Pain and Gain. Never maybe seen if, it. It's not good. Uh, maybe if you feel a little pain, we'll gain some more emotions. But if I gain, I'm going to gain pain. I'm going to gain emotional pain. I'm going to feel physical yeah, pain that, and gain emotional pain. Yeah, that would be bad if you associated me with <laughs> a third degree burn. <laughs> also, I mean, I Sean, would... Sean's feeling. Sean's very emotional. Every time he sees a picture of you, he just cries and he goes, the burns! <laughs> it burns! I don't want to look at him. I don't want to look at him. <laughs> I would do that too, by the way. you do what? Put my hand on a stove. I don't give a fuck. Is Let's that, do it. Is that how you like uh, impress women? No, I do. You're, that at, a ho- you're at a house party <laughs> and you're like, hey, hey, baby girl, come over here. And she's like, what? And you're just like, watch this. See how hot this is? See how that egg is just cooking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the screen. No, I wouldn't scream, though. You have to be like. Baby, baby, turn on the stove. I'm about to come. Baby, turn on the stove. I'm about to come. Is it preheated? Yeah. No. Why didn't you preheat? That would be a bad kink. What if that was oh, someone's kink? Hot. Third, hot. That is kink. Third, like third degree burns. Like they only got off if a part of their body was severely burnt. Isn't that like, that is a kink. Like hot knives. Don't you put hot knives? People like hot, hot wax, shit like that. Yeah. It's a kink. Those people deserve to be in jail. Tony, I, I have something <laughs> to tell you. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Do, do you have That's a, not even a bad kink. Do you have a kink? Yeah, I have. No. You don't? No kinks. Nope. None. Nope. See, that's the emotional shoebox. <laughs> or the unemotional shoebox again. It's a treasure chest, Tony. 
You have no kinks at all. Well, I mean, nothing. I like tur- to cut myself while I fuck. I mean, that's not really a kink, though. It's everyone does that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bleed on the bleed on myself. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> this is my last resort. Do you really cut yourself while you have sex? No, no. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's crazy. What's your By the way, if you do that, you're fucking gross. Don't say that. We're not gonna kink shame. We are gonna kink shame. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, I didn't mean, know. I, I didn't know. What, I'm gonna kink shame. I didn't know what kind of podcast we are. If yeah, we're, no, we're we're kink shaming podcast. We are politically right down the middle, <laughs> but when it comes to kinks, we are staunchly anti kink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am. I am pro women's rights, gay rights, trans rights. But if you like to get slapped on the butt a little bit too hard, uh-uh, no yeah, way, Jose. I, I'm talking like more than a like like a handshake. You know, that's the speed that you can slap someone's ass. Like, <laughs> okay, put her there. Any more than that? <laughs> put her there. Like hey. a put her there. Hey, put her. You got to shake hands with the cheek. Yeah. But beyond that, you're going to hell. Yeah. No, I don't have any. I like, I mean, I'm not opposed to feet. <laughs> I'm not, but I'm, but I'm not. You're not. I'm a, not like give me the feet. Let me get them feet. Yeah, but dude, I'm not opposed to a foot. You like the foot? Like I'll rub a foot. It's hot. You like women's feet are hot. So you that's your kink feet. No, but like real foot fetishes, I think are like, let me like rub my dick on your foot. Have you tried? I've it? never done that, and I don't have like the urge to do that. You don't. So. Well, let me think about it for a sec. <laughs> I would try it out. Okay, question, probably ten question, years from question, now. Question: Question: When you go inside of a lady's Footlocker, how do you feel? I've never been in a late. Oh, you mean like a like Footlocker? You know the shoe store Footlocker? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have like a ladies' Footlocker. How do you feel when you're in like a a, a female shoe department? Like I want to leave. Look, get me out of here. That's too many shoes. It's too many pairs okay, of shoes. Okay, so your kink is feet, not shoes. Yeah, no shoes are. Oh, because shoes are like the the they trap the feet, and you want the feet. You're like free the nipple, but with feet, you're like free no, the no, toes. Clothe the nipple <laughs> <laughs> and free the foot. Yeah. <laughs> so feet. All right. Society, man. Yeah, I mean, like. Like all, I mean, that's just, but you know, if you're attract, whoever yeah. you're attracted to, yeah, I think you're also going to be attracted to their feet yeah. or their arms. Also, don't you think kinks are, uh, I feel like I, 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 I don't have a kink cause I don't fuck enough. I feel like people that fuck <laughs> a lot are the people that can say they have a kink. Yeah. Cause, cause me, me, I'm, I'm good with, you know, like fucking missionary. Yeah, I'm just like, all right. Yeah, this isn't the craziest roller coaster I've been on, but at least I got on the roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, I was tall enough to get on. Fucking, I can't complain. Some fast pass shit. Yeah, it's like a child. It's like a child <laughs> that is uh, isn't tall enough to ride all the rides. So when he gets finally gets on a ride, he's just like, yeah, it's not the ride I wanted to get on, but fucking, I'm glad I got to get on. It's something. still Space Mountain. Yeah, it's, it's not. Still, it's not great. It's not the fucking, you know, it's, it's not the crazy snake roller coaster. Yeah. But it's like, it's not the VR. No. Disney VR experience, but it's yeah. I feel like yeah, kinks are for like people that fuck a lot. Well, I mean, to well to say you have a kink, I don't know. Can you be a virgin and have kinks? No, I. Or do you have to experience it to really say that you have it? I think you have to experience it. Well, like, but you can be gay and not have ever had because, like, the, no, because my thing is like the idea 
of like fucking in an airplane bathroom sounds hot. But then every time I go inside of an airplane bathroom, I'm just like, yeah. Oh, I, I was imagining the airport terminal bathroom. I was like, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> no, <laughs> but even the airplane bathroom sounds disgusting. Oh, that, I mean, have, have you been in it? They're not big enough for two people. Look at me. Yeah. I mean, I like, I can't, I, they're small. For, well, I'm tall. We're both tall people. Yeah. So like, I would, I don't even think I could get in there with another person. I would just be like, also, how do you even do, how do you even manage it? You have to like, one of you has to like stand on the toilet. Yeah. And it's the flight attendant's right there. Yeah. She's going to hear, oh, and that's it. You're terrorists. You're on the no fly <laughs> list. That's it. There's really, that's truly it. They put you on the no fly list. Do they? No, I don't know. Wait, let's. I'm let's curious. Look that up. Because uh, if you. <laughs> is it illegal to have sex on an airplane it is illegal because it's, it's public being charged with oh it's indecent exposure lewd yeah is it a felony lewd behavior uh disorderly conduct prudes dude they're all prudes these days in the 60s you used to be yeah, able you get, it's a yeah are you put on the, are you put on the no fly list though i i feel like you get arrested uh, it says the Mile High Club might be exclusive and tempting, but consider that while no state law might be uh, applicable, if no one sees you. There are surely some numbers of federal agencies that will find the conduct actionable. Huh. <laughs> they said. So it's like not that bad. It sounds like it's not that bad. Since 9-11, it's best <laughs> not to stretch the limits on airplanes or you risk <laughs> the wrath of Homeland Security. Hey. The wrath? Hey. I love this country. Before September 11th, I wouldn't give a shit if you dropped a load and your girlfriend on this plane. But I'd encourage it. I would encourage it. But how do I know you don't have a have a, a box cutter strapped away inside your dick? And the only reason you're trying to get it out is to use it to fight me. So no fucking... It's always 9-11. I know. 9-11 changed everything. 9-11. You as a grown man could go into Chuck E. Cheese by yourself and no one would bat an eye. And then 9-11 happens and now you're a fucking freak. I can't believe that 9-11. This is our second episode where we talk about a random subject and then they're like, 9-11. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it always it always comes back to that fateful day. It's bad. God, I've seen. We don't anyway, have to, we don't talk, have to talk, about, talk about it. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it. Is that, that's my actual kink. <laughs> what? 9-11 footage. <laughs> Just play it in the background. Oh yeah. Can hey, can you put on the one where they the their people are falling and hitting the ground? <laughs> please, please, that's all I need. I'm sorry, I just you're so beautiful. Okay. <laughs> can I let's can I pitch a scenario? Okay. So you're with a fucking international model, right? Okay. International model, and she is just 
she's probably a little stupid because she wants you. You know what I mean? She's probably a little hurt, hurtful, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I won't interrupt you. Loco. She probably needs maybe she's trying to get U.S. citizenship. So she's like, I'm going to use this yeah. fucking ding-a-ling to get into the country. Uh, you guys are hot and heavy getting down, right? What? What would be the limit? Like, what would what would she have to do for you to be like, yeah, I can't do this. Like if her kink, like what oh, would be an, a kink? What am I going to say no to? Yeah. yeah. Probably kissing. (laughs) 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 You go, get away from me. Yeah, she's like, kiss me. I'm like, I can't. Uh, uh, What are you? What the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking. Is this what you guys do in Portugal? You know what? what I know what what you're doing here. Okay. I have $2,000 in my bank account. You bitch. I know why. I know what you're up to. Yeah. Just take it. You want it? Like. I'll cash tap it to you right now. Yeah, she's like, I just wanted to kiss you. You probably just go on the street and kiss anyone, don't you? Huh? I'm a Christian man. Sean, please. <laughs> like, look, uh, let me cash app you the money. So, side note, I love cash app. I'm sure. Cash app is a fantastic app. It's a great app. and You should use it over Venmo. It's better than its competitors. Yes. Which that, remember we shouldn't say the other name. Fuck Venmo. Fuck Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> That's a Venmo. You know, you want to know what Venmo did to me and my family? Yeah, your family. <laughs> Venmo foreclosed my child childhood home. Venmo came <laughs> to my dad's house and said, "We're we're we're taking your house." And my dad's like, "But I, but I paid the house off." And they're like, "We don't give a shit. We're Venmo. <laughs> we and own then, it now." And then they fucking took a bat to his legs, and my dad. Has two broken legs. So fuck Venmo. Use Cash App because then Cash App bought the house from Venmo. And then we live in our childhood home again. So thanks, Ven- thanks Cash App. It saves your life. Yeah. Uh, so- but no, yeah. In reality, the kink that I would like. So like this in this situation, she's not asking. She just does it. Like she just like. Like you're just hot and heavy and she's just She like, asks like, hey, no, can no, no. I. She just goes. She goes for she it. She just goes. Uh, Well, I mean. I don't. I mean, what do you like? For me, what I, even are what even are like a few kinks? Like finger in the ass. I mean, that would <laughs> is that even a kink? I think so. Yeah. Actually, I'm extremely terrified of that. Are you? I've never had anything on my butt, so <laughs> I'm really scared yeah. of what it'd be like. Huh? Uh, it probably would be a big deal. It's like shitting. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Other kinks. For what me, other kinks for are me, there? I think Ice cubes. For me, like a big one, is if she, you know, those old timey dolls, those. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Oh, uh, Retroishka, the Russian ones. No, no, no. Those old timey. Uh, what are they made out of? Like the glass, but the they. What are what are they called? Uh, old glass. Porcelain dolls. Oh, like to me, if yeah, she like was gnomes? like, yeah, if she had like, like porcelain, she like, we're, we're hot and heavy. And she's like, wait a second. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, I, I need one more thing. I'm like, oh, she's going to like put on something sexy or something. Yeah. Right? And she just takes out like a porcelain doll and she puts it on the <laughs> rocking chair and she goes, and she goes, Janice needs to watch. <laughs> I would be like, all right, we got it. We got to go. Like this might become a haunted sexual, you know, I'd be okay with that. I'd be totally fine with that. Because my fear is like one one white liquid white liquid liquid will come out of me, uh-huh. and then the doll's white <laughs> goo will go inside of me, and I will become Janice the doll. Oh, like 
you'll switch mm-hmm. and then she'll be like now you're really mine <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, have you seen twin peaks yeah yeah when he's trapped in the door when she gets trapped in the the fucking knob of a yeah, desk yeah. like <laughs> yeah porcelain doll, porcelain dolls would be a no-go for me i think that may that's not really a kink i think you just have a problem with porcelain dolls i no, think but in any that scenario could be someone's kink if, yeah. what if that was their kink, that their favorite porcelain doll had to watch it with those like just beady eyes, just I wouldn't really. I mean, I just wouldn't look at it. Yeah. But it would feel. I don't know. Those eyes are very realistic. But like, sex is great. Yeah, I think if you're rock I would, hard, I would still do it. <laughs> I'm not an animal, <laughs> you know. That's a pretty scary thing. Again, again, like I said, I'm not fucking enough. To be like, you know what? I wouldn't. Where I draw a line, another guy in the bedroom. So, uh, devil's threesome. Yeah, I wouldn't. No, you couldn't do it. Well, I get, dude. I get. Tell me, I get piss shy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to get an erection around another man. I can't even piss. I can't even piss in my like. It takes me a while to piss when I know other people can hear me piss. I think you could do it though. You know why? why? I believe in you because you're a very, you're a hype man. Thanks. You're like a hype man, so you, you'd be like, come on, fucking get her, pal. You got this. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I think I would be like, that would be my energy. Like, yeah, like, go for it, bro. Go for it, bro. Hey, take the shot. You'd be like, should I get you guys some coffee? I'll make some coffee. You guys have fun. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd be a cuck. Yeah. I mean, but, and that's why I wouldn't want to do it. I think. I'd be a great cuck, but I wouldn't want to be a cuck. So I couldn't do, I probably couldn't do the two guys either. Do you think you could do a threesome with two women? Or do you think the pressure is too high? Dude, I mean, you know, I've been thinking, I thought, like, a threesome doesn't seem that much more attractive to me than just having sex. Like, it's, it doesn't really... It doesn't seem attractive to you. No, it's like two chicks in the bedroom is like... Does not seem attractive to you? Well, no, it's, it'd be fun. To me, it'd be fun. to me, it's like, the problem is it's too attractive. Oh, it's... It's like, I was like, I'm fucking... I finally got decent at pleasuring one. Right. Now we're going to fucking double. Now it's the final exam. <laughs> yeah. That's like when I was working, like when I worked at, I like to compare it. Like when I worked at Sonic, Uh huh. we had two cooks Uh huh. and like if the other cook, you know, called and said, it's double the work. I'm back yeah. there fucking flipping. I'm sweating, flipping burgers. Like you're frying 12 eggs. Yeah. I'm fucking bringing out the wrong orders. You know, I'm just fucking up. I'm just, were you a, a line cook? Mm-hmm. At Sonic? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. What was that? Worst job ever uh, How? In, high, in high school. No way. Yeah, yeah, you were yeah. a line cook at Sonic? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that must have been fucking crazy. It was not crazy. Was everyone doing coke? <laughs> no. I was uh, the guy. I doubt who, that. The guy who trained me was a mute. Not a literal mute, but he could have been a mute. So I. So did, he just played World of Warcraft? No, no. They, he just. This how it don't. Like that's how we talk. So I remember I get called in. My first day was 10 a.m. Right? Yeah. On a Saturday, the busiest fucking day. Right? And uh, I go into work, and the guy was training me to go. All right, over here, you gonna you see that over there? It says the tater tot. So we come over and we bag a bag of tater tot and we put it in. We push that button for the tater tot. And then we, Oh, they got a burger as well. You put the burger on, make sure it's only three minutes because if it's two minutes, they might get sick and we might get sick. <laughs> you got that? And I'm like, what? And he goes, all right, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> and like, so that he trained me like that for like two hours and then noon hits and the lunch rush just starts 
and I'm just fucking over. And he's just he didn't like raise his voice. He goes, "Come on, man, it's lunch rush. Let's get on going. Let's get this going." <laughs> I say, "When you push the tater tots, you gotta push that button because if you don't put it in three minutes, we won't push it. People might get sick, and you would get sued. I don't think so. Yeah, all right, let's go." <laughs> so that was like my first day, and I was like, "Ah, this is gonna be a lot." And then I just had like the craziest managers. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember one time we're closing and these taser salesmen came up to our like door and was like showing the manager like tasers, like, and then the cops came cause they thought we were being robbed via taser. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone the, called the cops. Yeah, yeah. And the manager's like, no, it's fine. They were just taser salesmen. And he goes like, Okay, cool. Because shirts, Texas, they're like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. Just man making money. You know? Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> Just hard work, man. And uh, I remember he, I was doing the dishes, and he was chasing uh, one of my gay coworkers around with the taser. <laughs> While we were cleaning up, he goes, come here, you fairy. <laughs> and they had a good relationship. It was like a fun, but I was just like, can we not... Hold the taser while I'm just soaked in water. Yeah, with my hand. And goes, Come here, fairy. And the guy's just like skating like past it. And the manager just, just oh yeah, everyone's yeah. on skates. Yeah, yeah. And he was like joking. He goes, let's see if this gets the gay out of you. Like, and I was just like, can we not like funny bit, funny bit? Because maybe can I maybe not be drenched in water? Yeah. But the yeah the craziest and uh, this is why I quit. Was one of my managers. Her name was that. What was her name? Her name was. No, what? I think it was Kylie. She was like this forty-something year old. I think she was younger, but she looked forty-something. Meth head. And uh, <laughs> she every, was eighteen. Every day, the dinner rush would hit around like like at five thirty. Yeah. Five five thirty till about uh, seven seven thirty, right? And every day, in the middle of the dinner rush, six o'clock. Her family, like six of them, would come, and they would order just a shit ton of food every day. Every time I work, every time I work, I work like three, four days a week. But every time so I work, they're every day. Yeah, probably. Every time I work, her family would come and just order a shit ton of food, and it would just fuck us over because <laughs> she would make sure that their order gets placed first. So we would just be fucked. We'd be working on like seven, eight orders, and then she's like, "We need twelve burgers ASAP." <laughs> My cousin, oh. my cousin Daniel's hungry. And they jumped the line. Oh, jumped the line. And then people, oh would, my God. And people would get mad. And then it would look bad at us because like they time each order to get it out. In my man. So you're late then on my, everything. Yeah. And then her boss would yell at us the next day when he's in the office and be like, why did it take fucking uh, three extra minutes to make it? You guys got to be faster. And I was like, well, and he's like, shut up. No excuses. Like it was just fucked. Jesus. Yeah. She was like just a crazy, crazy method. Tyrant. Mm hmm. So, yeah. I bet you they all got a discount on the food. It was right? free. Oh, I would go to Sonic every day if it was free. Yeah, and but I would die a decade later. Yeah, but don't fuck us. Yeah, like come at four. At four o'clock, yeah. I got a fucking thumb up my ass. I'm just like twiddling around. You might as well just cook the food, knowing that they're gonna show up, and just heat it up for them in the microwave. They don't want that. Yeah, fresh. Hmm. I can tell. Because what if, if da you, what if Damien's not showing up that day? <laughs> No, I got an extra cheeseburger that's just going to waste. Damien, don't you know Damien has dance class <laughs> yeah. on Thursday? Damien has dance classes, and he don't need no cheeseburger before he has to go do his little routine. Now, don't throw it out. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me this time. 
Oh yeah, they would. Wow. So how long did you work there? Six months. Six seven months. Dude, it's seven twenty five an hour. Just grew it. You just smell like grease. Grease. I would just come on greasy and wet, and my dad would just be sitting there, and he's just like, "You're learning. You're becoming a man." And I'm like, "If this is what manhood is, I want to kill myself." That's also this final step of manhood. Yeah. But my favorite, Dude. my favorite coworker was this guy. He he was a he was a car hop, and he he was like one of the only car hops on skates. Like we had maybe five car hops, two two or three of them. Did skates and the other two just walked. Do you get a raise if you use the skates? Like 75 cents. No health insurance. So it's not worth it. Uh, but like 75 <laughs> cents more. And usually you get more tips, right? But this guy, he was like in his he was like in his late 30s. And really good skater. And like me and him would talk during yeah. closing shifts. Very smart guy. Like real, like very just very insightful, very smart. Yeah. And one day I ask him, and I go, why do you work here at Sonic? And he just goes, man, I used to work at this uh, at this firm. <laughs> okay. But they wouldn't let me skate in the office. He goes, I couldn't skate at <gasps> work. He goes, I couldn't skate at work. He goes, that's why I left the firm, and I work at Sonic, because nothing's better than skating at work. And my thing is, just skate on your way home. <laughs> I don't know. How about after work? After work, before work, on your way to work, on your way back from work, or stop at the skating rink. On lunch time. Lunch coffee time. break. Yeah, skate yeah. to the Starbucks. And he goes here. I get I get escape nine ten hours a day. And he goes, you know that firm I used to work at, is, um, George Soros Fund Management. <laughs> then he grabs your, your he grabs your shirt and he's like, Tony, I made four hundred million dollars last yeah. year. Last year, I've I mean, seen things. I, you wouldn't I, let me skate. I used to skate at work, but then 9-11 <laughs> and they said no more skating. We've been skating. It's for, a security yeah, risk. It's a security. We've been skating for way too long. Tony, buddy. they said my skates are security risk. <laughs> what am I going to do with a pair of skates? So I came. Am I going to kill you with a pair of skates? <laughs> am I going to beat the fucking shit out of you? So I came to a company that still has American values like Sonic, where they allow you to skate. Tony. Skates increase my productivity. <laughs> How did they not understand that at J.P. Morgan? Yeah, at J.P. Morgan, when I could skate, I was closing deals, $100 million, $200 million. Without the skates, I can't even sell you this delicious popsicle. People love the skates. Yeah. What if he becomes like a bumbling idiot without the skates? He's just like, Duh. And then he puts on the skates and he goes, oh, welcome to Sonic. How's it going? Have you seen uh, Like Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Like Mike. <laughs> But with skates. It's the reboot. But yeah, so I worked there for six. Dude, you know how I hear stories like that. Did you ever have a job like that? Never. <laughs> never. No, I literally, my first job was white collar. Damn. Yeah. Literally. We need to get you a job. <laughs> even I if honestly, it's like a week. Even if it's like a week. No, I should be like a waiter or no, even a busser. We put you in the kitchen. Because the kitchen, the thing is. Dude, that's I've never been broken to the point where I need to be mean to someone. Like I've never had the responsibility of yelling at someone. Sean, I've seen coworkers of mine smoke meth on their <laughs> cigarette break, and I didn't tell anybody <laughs> because I was like, ah, "We're making seven twenty-five an hour. He probably has a reason." Why are you gonna snitch? Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna, gonna snitch? snitch. You know, fucking he cuts the fries really well. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah. 
That's- lets me clock out early sometimes. Like, I'm just saying, you gotta go in the kitchen. No, I, I, I honestly, I need to get that experience because I hear stories like that mm-hmm. about how hard people work. I feel like I'm running for office saying this, but you know, these minimum wage jobs, and this has been said before, but literally, you work a hundred times harder for one hundredth of the pay compared to like a white collar job where I can, I can like, I lie, you know, like you just lie about how much you're working. It's so simple. Yeah. And they don't give a fuck because it's not about the work. No. The work just, at the top. That's why. It's phantom work. It's also, a ghost. It's also, not food. Also, that's why I'm like, that's why we shouldn't raise the minimum wage. Like these people are like busted. They're like, they're like, I want my, I want my food cooked by a kid Wow, <laughs> kids are dirty. Like, you know what I mean? Like the idea that oh, like yeah, a fast a food job is like a just put in a fifteen year old. Have you seen a fifteen year old's work ethic? We're stupid. <laughs> we're thinking about we're thinking about jerking off Pussy. and um, my next fucking Call of Duty game. Like, yeah. I didn't give a shit about your food. I'm gonna be honest. I've had some fucking cheese sticks fall on the ground and I picked it back up because I didn't care. I didn't care that I was giving that cheese stick to an 80-year-old man and that little fucking bacteria could kill him. Okay, guys, uh, since we're, we're done here. Tell, <laughs> I'm with the FDA. Tony, you're under arrest. But uh, that's you what I'm saying. You killed a man. I'm just yeah. saying. Dude, if you put a, a line cook, here's the theory. At most restaurants, <laughs> it's, drug, it's drug addicts. Well, at the top of the companies, it's you're the drug, everyone's a drug addict. You're literally putting drug addicts and children in the same work environment, and you're just like, they're learning. Dude, that's actually crazy. Yeah, it's 30-year-old meth heads and 14-year-old kids it's, that like are like probably very privileged. Or no, they some of them need to work. But there are instances where like it's the rich kid with the dad that has that idea. Yeah. He's like, I don't care if we're rich. You're going to fucking work at McDonald's. My so dad, No, my dad's like, because I wouldn't say we were like rich, rich, but we were well off. Sure. Yeah. You middle class, upper middle class. Right. Yeah. I'm not like. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. yeah. But like my dad's thing was like, oh, you want a car? Fucking this is how much car insurance is. This is how much gas is. So that's why I had to get a job. Yeah. It was, which is I, I like because it like it teaches you how to earn something. So I'm not against that. But my thing is just like it is crazy to be put in an environment like that with a man who's like 30 and he only knows this. He's like an open mic comic. Oh, dude. It's like, like a 10-year like veteran. It, putting your kid in a, like a fast food job is like a scared straight program. It's better than a scared straight. It's dad, the real scared straight I, program. Like my literally, I'd come home soaked, smell like grease, and just exhausted, working like a ten-hour shift. And he goes, uh, "Maybe uh, we'll get better math scores on the next test." <laughs> and I was like, "That's good motivator." Yeah, and I was just, I would still get bad math scores. So I was like, "Fuck math," but like, you know, I love math, but I can't. But they make it fun. Yeah. Those guys make it fun. Yeah, dude. They listen to the same nine songs while they're cooking. You know, they're just like... It's, a, it's kind of a mantra. Zen. Some people, that's all they want. Yeah. Or, dude, it's like being it's like being in prison for 30 years. By the 25th year in prison, you're like, I kind of like... I'm kind of down with this, you know? Have you ever asked like, someone in prison? If, <laughs> I, doubt, I doubt the percentage of people in prison where they're like, oh, it's fucking prison. Prison's well, kind of dumb. <laughs> 
Sean, no, no. Someone, have you seen Shawshank Sean. Redemption? That's what it's like, right? It's a movie about prison. It must be yeah. the same as prison in real life. Sean, <laughs> as a guy who hasn't even worked a minimum wage job, I don't think you should be speaking on behalf of prisoners in this Look. country being like, hey, guys, I know we have a prison problem in this country, but I say we give them longer sentences because it's proven here. The longer they stay in jail, the more they like hey, it. Why, why take away something they like? Why do that? We're actually doing them a service. They love prison. They love eating gabagoo. They love cigarettes, they love, coins. They love having unprotected sex that they don't want at any time of the day. They love getting beat up in the rec room. They love it. They're animals. <laughs> All right, let's look. That one looks good. Yeah. But but we're animals too. We should put you in a job like that. Cuz it is Sean cuz I think I think you're a very smart guy and I think your brain would be would explode by the stupidity in a lot of these in a lot of these places. Well, you know, I mean, I would I would probably be really bad at it. Because I would like, I would like if let's say I was a lot like a McDonald's cooking food. Mm-hmm. The second I get in there, I'd be like, okay, what's the franchise cost? Like, can I open one of these? <laughs> they would try to reward us at Sonic. Like uh, my uh, my boss, boss, not the meth head later, the guy chased with a taser, but the 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 GM of that store. Uh huh. Was like, also a meth head problem. <laughs> no, he was just uh, a very fat man, a fat mean man. <laughs> He was but like, that's how that's who you want to be the GM of a Sonic. He was a, if he's not fat and mean, the food's gonna suck. Oh, he, like, he I hate this. He, he was mean. He would be like, "How's your day going?" And you'd go like, "Oh, it's all right." And he was like, "I don't care." And then we just walk away, and you're like, "All right, then don't ask." Uh, but he would always tell us like this weird shit. He'd be like, "He goes the the fast food conventions coming up, and uh, I'm gonna take like the, our top three employees. It's a fun day. You're gonna test out different foods." You know, you get a taste. That's a reward. You get to taste items that aren't even on the menu yet, and I was like, I don't care. But you have to use a sick day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta fucking pay for this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not paying. And I ain't validating your parking neither. <laughs> no. And you gotta be there at six a.m. It's a fun day. Oh yeah, I worked at Radio Dude. Shack. That seems actually cool. <laughs> it wasn't really because it was right after the first bankruptcy and right before the second bankruptcy. Working oh, for nine? Co- so I work. Oh, you mean the Radio Shack bankruptcies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That company's went, always sucked. They went right? bankrupt and then they got bought out by uh, Sprint and Verizon. Okay. So they basically. Oh. Oh, what's up? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Oh, no, no. So they got bought out by Sprint and. Uh, I got bought out by Sprint and well, Circuit City was still around, right? No, they were gone. Oh, they were gone. By so then. they their first bankruptcy went out like around 2011, 2012, and I got on around 2015, 16. Yeah, and it was the worst because literally no one would come in. Yeah, the only time people would come in were for like maybe like it would it would be like nine computer geeks that were looking for a specific part. Yeah, and that they just needed that day. They didn't want to order online. And it would be like, because we made minimum. And you, you wouldn't have any of that shit, right? We would make, we had all of it. Oh, okay. But we would make minimum wage plus sales percentage. But the sales percentage on a 
$2.75 piece isn't high. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, why aren't you selling? I'm like, I can't. I can't sell. You're making, I'm making 10% yeah. on a $3 item. Oh, Who yeah. gives a fuck? Oh, yeah. I would. Wow. Uh, I had like a, a, a homeless guy. My best customer was a homeless guy. And he would just come in and buy like a prepaid phone for me every two and a half, three weeks. He would just go Dr- buy a drug dealer. Probably. He would just like park his cart outside the store and he walk in. And he goes, my phone's broke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, All right, let's go get you a new phone. And then like he like I found out later he would just like once the phone like ran out of minutes, he wouldn't come in and just buy minutes. He would just take the phone and just fucking throw it against the wall. And I was like, I was like, hey, man, you can actually just come back with the phone and I can just fucking add minutes and it's going to cut your cost. And he goes, what? No, then, he, then he pulls it a gun. He's like, how about you send me the phone? Yeah. He would just go, my phones, bro. And it was crazy. Dude, that's like a throwing a car away after it runs out of gas. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, I ran out of gas. Dude, okay. I, but I think... These minimum wage jobs where you're busting your ass at Radio Shack, you're busting your ass at Sonic. Radio Shack was way easier. because It's the, cushier. It's no, air-conditioned, right? Because I felt like the band in Titanic. Uh-huh. You know the movie Titanic? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you know the violinist. Like, yeah, this is the final song, and they're just playing while the ship's sinking. That's how it was like working at Radio Shack. Where me and all my coworkers were like, this ship is sunk. Bro, dude, some of the best jobs are when you're leeching off a failing company. Oh, yeah. Because... There's no work to do, and it's and you're just like. Also, I would look at. I'm. It was the only time I looked at a manager in the face, where he's just like, "You're slacking, you know, tucking your shirt." And I looked at him. I go, "Fire me." <laughs> I go. I go. I go. Atik. I go. Fire me. And he just goes, "Yeah, but like." You work the Sunday shift. And I go, <laughs> then it looks like I'm staying on top. <laughs> like, I had all the control because they yeah. literally, no one wanted to work for Radio Shack because they knew in like seven months, there was, was no fucked. more job. Or they'd be like, you know, since the merger of new training programs. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the best. I remember I got my Jesus. first gig while working at Radio Shack. In comedy? Yeah, yeah. I got like this shitty bar gig. It was uh, Mabel Peabody's. It was uh-huh. this, uh, it was this, what was it? It was uh, this old barber shop uh-huh. that it was now a bar. And it was like, uh, it, it was mainly like a gay club. And it was so funny. There would, every time we did a show or an open mic there, there was a lesbian in a wheelchair just reading Infinite Jest, and she was just pissed off that we were there. Like, every time, she would see us walking in, and she would just roll into the furthest corner so she couldn't hear us, and she would just put her book... Are you serious? Every time. She Dude, was there every day. What a crazy character. A, a handicapped, Les- lesbian, that loves- libertarian? Because <laughs> that's Ayn Rand, right? No. Infinite Jest? No, no, no. That's, oh, uh, my bad. Infinite Jest is written by... It's still a libertarian book, right? Or no? I think Infinite Jest was written by David Foster Wallace. Oh yeah, but it's still funny, like yeah, because it's a big book, and you know I did mics there for two years, and I was like, you still haven't finished the book, (laughs) like get on it, you know. But I remember, so I'm working Radio Shack, and uh, I was the only one working that night, and we closed at ten o'clock, and my my spot was at eight forty five. So at 8.30, I just 
locked the door. Yeah. Put up a sign. I'll be back soon. <laughs> Went and did my spot. Came back around nine thirty. <laughs> And then <laughs> fucking tallied up the money and then just went home. And no one said anything? Because mm-hmm. who's watching the security camera? They didn't who's work. Who's going to Radio Shack? They didn't work. <laughs> the security cameras. Ross. They didn't work. <laughs> it was I all re- for show, right? Yeah, yeah. And then. Jesus. I Good. Re- Fuck them. I remember I had to go into the police office once. The station. And not my boss, Atik. Atik was actually a badass guy. He was actually really cool. Like. Uh, when I started comedy, he he really fucking told me, like, pursue your dream. Like, he was fucking, like, very supportive, very dope. Yeah. And I remember uh, our store got robbed in the middle of the night. Like, they broke in. Guy stole shit. And Atiko brought me in the office, and he goes, Tony, just tell me. Did you do it? <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> Atik, I I get that sometimes I come in 10, 15 minutes late, right? Yeah. To work. But maybe ask the kid. We just hired this like this little scrawny, skinny white kid, 19, and he had uh, two felonies already on his record. I go. You hired a double felon. <laughs> they needed someone to cover the Sunday shift. Look, um, look yeah. man, you you killed the guy. No, how about how about we make him the prime suspect? Because <laughs> literally two weeks after he got hired, we got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Correlation. And he goes, maybe you knew about the felonies and you thought this is your chance. And I go, a take. <laughs> I'm twenty. <laughs> And I'm not going to rob, I'm not going to ruin my life for a mouse that is outdated by four years. Like a, a mouse for a computer that's outdated or a ham radio. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Have I stolen some AA batteries? Yeah. A take. I have. I even told him that. I go, have I in the back, the AA? I've taken a pack once or twice. Yeah. I go, but I didn't at three in the morning. Take a brick and rob Radio Shack. And he goes, all right. And he made me go fucking do a formal. Oh, oh going to the police interview. station. Going to the police station. Dude, and, and the, you know what the fucking f- fucked up part about that is? Atik doesn't have any like vested interest in Radio Shack. No, he started. He's not. A, he's a fucking. He's, he's an employee just like you. If anything, he should. You guys should both be laughing that it was robbed. Yeah, he, I wouldn't give a fuck if he, literally when that happened, he signed a deal uh, to go work for a Porsche dealership. Yeah, as a sales guy. And I go, I literally told the take once he told us, like, because the robbery happened, and then three weeks later, he goes, "Oh yeah, I'm got a new I'm job. Be gone next week. I got a new job." And I go, "Hmm, maybe you robbed the place, Atik." <laughs> <laughs> and then Atik goes on his way out for the last time. He. Yeah. Rocks up a cigarette. He's like, you know what's funny, Tony? Maybe I did. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like the scene from Unusual, uh, from Usual Suspect. He's Kevin Spacey yeah. at the end of Usual Suspect. He goes, uh, I think we got him, boys. And I'm like arrested. I'm in the back of my car, and then he just takes off. He takes off his his Radio Shack shirt, and yeah. he's wearing like a burglary outfit, <laughs> and he goes, 
onto the Porsche dealership. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, dude. So like you, you, these jobs, like these minimum wage jobs where you bust, bust your ass. My theory is you take a line cook at Sonic. Mm-hmm. You put him in like a, a fucking one year like business program, accelerated business program. And then you and you fucking jack put him in a fucking big ass corporation, dude. He would murder. Yeah, but the thing is he works. That guy's working so much goddamn harder than other people. Yeah, but the thing is, I think uh, the system doesn't want that guy to excel on his dreams and make more money because that's the weird thing is. People, people are always people are always like oh they're just lazy we do you know if you work at Walmart for the, your whole life you're just lazy and it's like then who's gonna work there who's gonna work there yeah because I lived in I lived in Germany in Germany they pay their fast food workers seventeen eighteen hours an hour but seventeen eighteen dollars yeah but you know they don't live an amazing life they don't have like the newest car mm-hmm. but. They work forty hours a week. They can take, they have health benefits, all this, and the stores are cleaner. The yeah. service is a little better. So I think that's all they have to do is just make it where people can live one job. Like if your main focus was McDonald's and you had a set schedule where you're like, I work forty hours a week, this time to this time, and they can just live a life where they're not worried about rent, you know, fucking food. I think the stores would work would be better. Because you look at you go to McDonald's and people are like, man, this fucking service sucks. And you look at the employee's eyes and he's half asleep because he just got off his third job, you know, and he's just like, welcome to McDonald's. And you're like, this is radio. Shack. What are you doing here? Because, dude, I would work. Do at, you want a radio? I would work at Radio Shack 30 hours a week. And I would every two weeks make six hundred dollars. That's fucked. You know, and that's not a lot of money. Twelve hundred for me, it was great because I'm a college kid. You know. Yeah. But like. You have a life. But I mean, like. Or a family. Yeah. If you're go, good luck. Yeah. So that's my thing. Is like that's why. Also, I don't. I didn't give a shit at those jobs. Yeah. My thing is like, oh, you're fucking me. Like I, I, I've gotten burnt. I've gotten you know yelled at at customers, and they're just like, customers always right. So like, I get. That's my the thing. Customer like, called me a slur. Oh yeah. Well, they're right. You kind of are. I got called a big titted <laughs> once. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> fucked. And you just stand there and you're like, cause like I rang up a fucking, like I rang up something and it was like, instead of $30, it was $36. And I was like, Oh, sorry. I double rang. And she's like, you big titted. <laughs> and she just like went off on me. And I, as she's yelling at me, I just have to type in the refund. She's like, not, I want the money now, not in two or three business days. What if I need the money now? And she's just yelling, and you just literally have to go, uh-huh. So that's why I get when a fast food employee doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I get it. And Tony, was that the last time you saw your mom? Bring <laughs> her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's not, it's not like, yeah, it's not a fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's one perspective, but... You know, you look at a lot of, I think, you know, who's making a lot of sense right now is Kim Kardashian. She was like, no one oh, that's so fucking, uh, what was she like? Like, she, no one, like, no one wants to fucking work. Yeah. She, what the fuck? She goes, uh, yeah, she, she told people, get off 
Get off your asses and fucking work, ladies. Work, work. Work. You know what I do? I work. I wake up. I suck cock. (laughs) No, I wake up. You know, I wake up. I get in my Lamborghini. I do photo shoot one. Then. Macchiato one. Macchiato one. And then I get in my Lamborghini. And then I drive the photo shoot number two. And then in between photo shoots, I also have to do an Instagram story that is branded. That's what I have to do. (laughs) And you guys are out here bitching and complaining. Oh, I have no car. I have to walk three miles to get to my job. Fuck you. You know how long it is to walk to my limbo? 200 feet. My feet hurt because I have to wear stilettos because I have to look tall. I have to look tall. Well, I have brain cancer. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get a job, bum. (laughs) When my dad died, he was only worth $30 million. (laughs) When my father died, 30 30 million. I was like, oh, so we're broke. (laughs) Do you know how much passive income I can make off 30 million in a month? Nothing. It's nine, only, nine, ten grand. Nine, ten grand a month. Ugh. How am I supposed to live off that? That's one day. That's one day. Ten grand. That's one macchiato where I buy them. <laughs> you understand? My macchiatos are made from the tears of poor Venezuelan children. Do you know how much tears from poor Venezuelan children are worth? If they're legit. And imported. Imported. You don't want to get that Chinese kid Yeah, you don't tears. want these fake tears. Where they just fake cry. No, it's the tears where you put a gun. Real pain. Yeah, put the gun up to their parents' head and say, if you don't start crying, Poppy is dead dead. And you know what? They cry. Oh, they cry. Oh, they always cry. And that's why I hustle and I'm different. I hustle. And that's why I'm the baddest bitch in America right now. That's why I'm dating a man Who's going to space? <laughs> my boyfriend? Do you know who my fucking boyfriend is? My boyfriend. He's going to be in the Earth's atmosphere. Do you know what space is? He told me about it. I went from <laughs> dating the best rapper in the world to the guy with the weirdest dick in the world. <laughs> and I didn't get that by just sitting on my couch all day. I was out there hustling i was out there cheating Cheating. on my husband (laughs) because i have a work ethic i don't sit around with my husband thinking okay i'm i'm it's done i win i'm it's done i'm over i think who what other men can i sleep with all of you loyal hoes out there don't want to be successful i'm sorry i'm sorry while you're only sucking your boyfriend or husband's dick I am sucking everybody's dick. Well, we don't have a... Oh, I signed a prenup, so if I divorce him, I'm left with nothing. Well, you shouldn't have signed the prenup, bitch. I don't fuck if there's a prenup. (laughs) No prenup? No sex. That's my kink. My kink is no prenup. (laughs) I have a no prenup clause kink. That That might have been the most tone deaf thing a celebrity has done. In like the decade, right? What what Kim what Kim said? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's uh, yes, but also we're talking about her, and like you know, we had Dylan on, 
he was saying, I think Kanye and Kim are masters of the media. And so, but the thing is, it's like, the question is, did she really mean it? I think so. Because she's, they're Paul, at that level, Kim and Kanye are like, they're not, they don't no. believe, do you think they believe what they say publicly? Yeah. I think, no, what I think is they are so rich and they're so out of tune and out of touch uh-huh. where they think, they they just see, because I do, and my thing is, Kim probably does work a lot, right? Like, I, I, one thing I like about Kim Kardashian is what she did, uh, what she, she used her, like, her her celebrity and her notoriety to get thousands of people out of prison that were, like, uh, unjustly arrested for oh like, I saw that that was for, cool no that's what I'm saying she she does do a lot of work but I think she's just so rich and yeah she's made this fucking huge brand for herself but she doesn't understand that the reason she got so rich yeah she works hard but she's also a celebrity she also had money where like 99.9% of people don't have what she had to build that mass amount of wealth? Because I bet you, if you give most people a good, like, startup that are hungry and a drive and be like, hey, try to turn this $10 million into more, I bet you most people would be successful with Oh, dude, it's, in fact, it's hard to fail. It's hard to fail. You so can actively think, be bad at it and still win. I think she's just so tone deaf where she goes, I did it, so why don't you fucking do it? Where she doesn't understand that people can't just take $300 every paycheck and put it into a savings or invest it because the children have to eat. Yeah. Hey, sorry, Johnny. You ain't getting dinner tonight. I'm investing in Palatier. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? You can't do that. If I had a kid, it's my monthly uh, investments towards Palantir first and then my kid gets dinner. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Hey, hey. Have hey. you heard of this company? Dad, dad, dad. What? I, I haven't, dad, I haven't had dinner in the last few days. I'm very hungry. Tony, I understand that you're hungry, dad. buddy. But have you, have you, what do you know about the surveillance state of America? Do you know the state of this surveillance technologies in America and where it's going? No, that I also, I only know. That because of 9-11, <laughs> things have gotten crazy and you can't skate and rest. You can't skate at your day job or have sex on an airplane. But other than that, I don't know anything because I'm also five. You're six. I'm s- stupid. <laughs> I think I'm stupid because I don't have nutrients, Dad. Can we get food? Even we can't get food? Even if it's just a... G- a, a loaf of bread? Tony? It could have a little mold on it, too. <laughs> I'll eat the mold. I just want something. Go ask your mother. Dad, Dad. What? You remember when you sold mommy <laughs> for $10,000 to put it into Palantir's Tony, stock? it was a lease. <laughs> Do you know what a lease is? No. Okay. Well, come back and I'll give you some food when you know what a fucking lease is. Okay, Dad. Dad, Dad. What? Do you love me, Dad, Dad? Let me tell you something about love, Tony. Love? Yeah? There's no such thing as love. 
Now that's what you remember. And then I want you to take your next 10000 and buy some fucking Palantir stock. Okay, So that. I don't have to give you food every fucking night. <laughs> you want to know what a dividend is? Go. The fuck is wrong? How old are you? You're like 13. Why are you? Why aren't you investing? Remember, I'm just five. Thirteen was. The, I don't care. Thirteen was the age of your other son <laughs> that you also sold, so you could invest into Palantir. Okay, he Dad? did was sold. He, he was, it was not a lease. That was a sale. Dad, Dad, what? Are you ever going to sell me to buy more Palantir stock? <laughs> yes. Unless you start producing, <laughs> why don't you why don't you start contributing something to this family? <laughs> okay, Dad, Dad, I'll try my best. I love you. Good luck, Tony. <laughs> All right, boys, take him away. Oh. <sighs> Fuck kids, they're right, the worst. It. Kids, huh? <laughs> they always want, want, want. <laughs> I want bread. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm scared at night. It's dark. I hear people screaming. And strange women. All right. This was a good episode. Yeah, this was fun. Um, Thank you, guys. Yeah. Dude, our downloads have been going up. Yeah, we've been getting a uh, good, good, good number every day. Yeah. And we have... Um, you know, you and I are both making some appearances on some of our friends' podcasts. So it's going to be cool. So uh, we're getting keep some, an eye out for that. Yeah. And... Uh, if you guys like the show, hey, man, uh, I can click that ring button, like. I know uh, even if you don't listen to the episode, just like it. Yeah. Leave a little comment. like. And if you if you listen to the full episode, uh, I have a question. What is a kink for you that is too far? Same question we yeah. answered. Um, you can follow me at Comedian Tony Casillas. Sean Riley Comedy. And uh, we appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye.